can save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Maggie Rad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And if you go there, you'll find a bunch of stuff on uh, uh, cleaning the floors and and all that. But you get all the tips of the week that'll be posted up there. Clutter Clarity for past couple weeks, so you've got a bunch of uh, videos up there you can uh, you can check out. And there's some uh, basic how-to things that we're working on there too. So. Uh, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. There we go. In person. That's right. Excellent. <laughs> well, we've got uh, Mr. Floor in here, Aaron and Igor, and uh, they, I had them stick around because this this time of year, uh, I think I, I put in a new Nest thermostat in our office. Nice. So I put that in. I go on. I'm playing around and looking at it. The humidity was 22% in our office. So, wow. So yep. then I thought, I don't know. Cold that, out, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, is, it, it, it was. I was thinking, wait a minute. Is that good or bad for wood floors? What should the humidity level be in, in, in a house? So the rules were recently actually revised on relative humidity requirements within the home during, you know, sort of seasonally really, but specifically during winter. Uh, The industry standard now, Ron, is you need to have a minimum relative humidity in your home of 30%. Okay. So if you are under 30%, you're creating an environment in which any fibrous product, such as a wood floor, cabinetry, wainscot, I mean, anything that you have that's in your home, furniture, moldings, moldings, absolutely. All of that in in an under- your skin, <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's true. If you get all itchy, that's oh yeah, a, that's a good, good sign, sign of of a low, low, you know, dry environment. But what happens in a, in an under thirty percent relative humidity environment is everything starts to give up its its excess moisture. So floors begin to create gaps. Trim begins to pull away from you know from the wall. Uh-huh. Uh, all and of a sudden, that, that squeaky door, that door that sticks all summer, all of a sudden is nice and loose because it can you know because right. it's 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 actually physically smaller. So the minute you go under thirty percent. You start to develop that type of a dry environment. Everything releases excess moisture, dries out. That's when the security system comes back in the house. All the squeaks come back. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But, you know, our phone rings from about mid-October all the way through probably, I would say, Aaron, what would you say? Probably almost March. Yeah. um, You know, which is really the heating season in Chicago. Uh, what do I do? Why are my floors gapping? Why do I have gaps developing? Why do I hear squeaks? Why do I, you know, why is all there all this movement? And it's all because of the relative humidity conditions. So we can come in with a thermohygrometer. That's a big word. I, don't ask me to spell it. Okay. <laughs> but, it's spelled very similar to parallelogram. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's with a P. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> 
So you take <laughs> you take this instrument, which basically measures relative humidity and temperature, uh-huh. and you can within a few seconds figure out exactly what the relative humidity in your home is. And if it's under thirty percent, it's too dry, which means you have to turn on your humidifiers. If you don't have a humidifier on your furnace, you have to turn on a freestanding humidifier in order to introduce moisture back into the air to keep your floors at what we call a static or in stasis, meaning that it doesn't move. It's at equilibrium. Right. So if you have hot water heat, you've got the radiators or, or the you know baseboard heat that's all hot water running on a boiler. Yep. You don't have that ability to put that that uh, you know that humidity back in the air it dries right. out really bad right mm-hmm. i mean how would how would you try to deal with that is just a freestanding free one freestanding ones yeah that's and what sometimes we sometimes multiple yeah. ones really yeah sometimes you have to have one in each room huh well you know they come rated for for square footage so you have okay. some humidifiers that are rated for you know 500 square feet others for 1000 feet same thing with dehumidifiers you know in the in the yeah. summer you want to go the other way right so if you go above 50% which is the upper limit um, again, within the industry, you're going to have the exact opposite effect. You're, you know, you were talking earlier uh, about cupping floors, mm, right. right? So you can get cupping in the summer when there's excess moisture because that floor grows as it absorbs all that excess moisture. And if you're not dehumidifying, you know, you're going to wind up with that type of an effect. We have clients in the in the summer that will call us and say that their floors are are buckling and cupping. And we'll come out to investigate, and there is no air conditioning running. It's yeah. 85 degrees at home because they like it, like like a, like a, like the Amazon jungle. Sure. You know, it's mm-hmm. tropical in there. Yeah, and everything is growing, everything is is moving, and yeah, it looks like there's water damaged flooring when in in, in fact it's just you've got 70 percent relative humidity in the house. Sure, because they and like to is. keep the windows open and right, right, and it is water damaged. It's just. Caused by right. the humidity. I mean, the good news so. is that it's temporary. So the minute that that relative humidity comes back down, the floor will return to its normal, proper shape. But again, that, mm-hmm. that balance of, of humidity and temperature is critical, especially for wood flooring. But again, trim, cabinetry, furniture, uh, all of that is susceptible as well. So 30 on the low end, 50 on the high end. If you can keep it in that 30 to 50 range year-round, Ron, you're good to go. Okay. So then uh, if you've seen floors that go through this cycle too much... All of a sudden, they get more the larger and larger gaps between right. the floor, and that's because of this excessive, too much growth, too much right. drying so, back uh, and forth. Yep. So imagine right. 20, 30, 40 cycles of this. Mm-hmm. You know, the, so the floors will eventually reach some form of equilibrium on their own, but they may wind mm-hmm. up with a with a permanent gap because they just you know. And again, it all depends on how quickly we transition seasonally, right? So if it's a particularly cold, cold winter, like we had a couple of years ago, you know, we had you know negative 20, mm-hmm. I think was the wind chill, for about a week, um, what happens in that particular case is the winter is so long and so and, and so cold that it, it there's not enough time in the following spring and summer for the floor to go back. Okay. So it doesn't have enough time to grow back into its proper shape before the next winter comes, and that gap never goes away. Got it. Because it's sometimes it actually over-contracts because mm-hmm. it's so dry. Right. So we actually have, uh, we get calls a lot and we have a lot of clients in high rises in the city that are 30th floor or whatever. Well, they don't even turn on their heat. <laughs> right. Because everybody below them is heating them. Sure. Right. And they can't control it and they literally have to have humidifiers all over their, their unit to control the, the, the environment. But in a case like that, I mean, if you are 30th floor in a high rise, why would you be putting regular wood down today? With with the way luxury vinyls are and, and some of the other engineered, engineered yeah. products, mm-hmm. why would you even want to do that? You know what? It happens with the engineered as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
Not as much because the engineers are much more dimensionally stable, but they're still wood and they're still affected by moisture and humidity. So, so I'll give you an example. So our phone again starts ringing sometime mid-October all mm-hmm. the way through March. Right. And those high-rise clients where there's an engineered floor that are complaining that it looks like their floors are cupping. Now, why would floor be cupping in the dead of winter? Right? Especially so, an engineered floor. Especially right. an engineered floor, right? Counterintuitive. Makes no sense. So we come out to investigate and we walk into an 11% relative humidity home. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the minute you reach for the doorknob, you get electric shock. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, okay. You walk in, you register 11% on your thermohygrometer. The floors look like they're cupped. There is no source of water. What's happening is there's a phenomenon, which is now very well documented. Can you spell, spell phenomenon? phenomenon? With a P. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. I can't touch P-A-R-R-A-L. it. P-A-R-R-A-L. She was waiting all segments for that. <laughs> and so what happens basically is there's a phenomenon called dry cupping. And what dry cupping is, it's an imbalance it between. sound right. Yes, I know. Cupping. Dry cupping. And uh, what, what that basically is, is it's an imbalance between the top wear layer, which is the wood layer, right, and the bottom layer, which is the plywood core layer. Okay. And it's so dry on top that the floor curls. Because it shrinks. Because it's shrinking across the entire width of that board, Ron. And the floor looks like it's cupped. Right. From water damage. From water damage. All right. We got a phone call here. Let's get to a, the what, what, Who is that, Randall? What do we have on there? Oh, Tony. Uh, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Uh, thank you. Uh, quick question: uh, What humidity the floor, you know, the new floor should be before installed? Like if we, we get an oak floor. Yeah, excellent. Good what question. What humidity? Moisture meter. Yeah. The, the wood, the meter to wood. Yeah, you're okay. talking about moisture. Go. You're talking uh, yeah. about moisture content, Tony. So instead of relative humidity, right, which right. is which is sort of post installation. So if you were to take a moisture meter and you were to pin that piece of wood. In Chicago, we need that to be between 6 and 8% moisture content. If it's below 6%, it's too dry. If it's above 8%, it's actually too moist. And the reason that mills that sell into Chicago will kiln dry that wood between 6 and 8% is because that is the optimal equilibrium point so that we don't dry out too much in the, in the winter and we don't excessively... Uh, expand in the summer. So 6 to 8% moisture content. Excellent. Thanks for the phone okay. call, Tony. I appreciate it. We got to run Tony. here. And uh, Mr. Floor, I appreciate your time. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Ron. And, and uh, you guys got appointments to get to, so I appreciate the extra time here. We'll be back Good right after back. this. This Thanks. is Thanks, Mighty House. Mighty Thanks, House will return. Phenomena. Manamana. Squirrel. Actually, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I still do that with my sister. We'll do yeah. that once in a while. I'll be like, Manamana. Manamana. You have more energy than they did. Yeah. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And um, we have a live read there, Fresh Meat, if you're interested. Uh, how do we get the newsletter, Rich? 
Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the contact page, put in your first, last name, email address, click on submit, and every Friday you will get the newsletter letting you know who's going to be on the show. Come on this products, side, please. Things, things. He needs to be right oh, here. Oh, okay. He no, need, I'm he, sorry. You need to be there. He needs to be. Okay. Go, sorry. All right. I'm, so here's I'm our sorry. live read brought to you today by Fresh Meat. Fresh Meat. I just didn't want you to be on Aaron's stuff because he has that deadly Absolutely. three-week going yeah. i'm sorry it's i was okay. just i really do appreciate it i didn't it. mean to kick you off I'm that's sorry. all right it's all good uh every day mistakes are made by uh untrained employees of unlicensed contractors who take advantage of homeowners who are looking for a good deal and to save a few bucks roofers and waterproofers local 11 contractors put their customers first by employing men and women who go through extensive hands-on classroom and on-the-job training the difference between a union and a non-union contractor is the fact that a union contractor is a contributing contractor, which means the union contractor invests in his employees' training, family health care, retirement, and professional standing in the industry. So if you're looking for a contractor, choose union labor and be part of the solution. Visit rooferslocal11.org for more information. Excellent. Outstanding. All right. Good job. Good job. Can I take over the next segment? Uh, uh, sure. One second. You can give us a call on the Mr. Fleur helpline. It's 877-711-5611. You'll have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Fleur cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFleur.com. So, um, well, look at that. Nobody is paying attention. Everybody's looking outside. There must be something. Is my car still so, there? Yeah. The good news is your car is still there. Oh, okay, good. But the good oh, news is you have a flat tire. You may have a flat tire. Oh no, and they're looking because the sun is actually out. I think that's another thing. I have a flat tire. You may, yes. We don't know. <laughs> go well, don't worry. It's only on the bottom. Right. <laughs> oh, you got we well, got Trixie to laugh with that one. <laughs> I can fix that. Turn it over. It's only flat on the bottom. Uh huh. All right. Well, we'll be, um, and we'll, then I just got to let you know that yep. this is for the listener that called in uh, asking you, about the water here, dielectric union, and also the smell. Right. Robert was listening and did send in an email. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, go. I will put that in the newsletter this week. Okay. But also, that listener, if, if you're still listening, please send an email to rich at mightyhouse.net. I will forward you Bob's response on your dielectric union and why your water heater stinking and how to fix it yes and that that's if you have uh that egg smell in in your Hydrogen water sulfide right and that's only like if you're on a well or something like that and you're getting that egg smell when you get a new water heater uh, how does it and then eventually it goes away but that's because that anode rod eventually just rots away and then then it all of a sudden is better yeah he says he definitely needs to clean this thing out and have the water chlorinated and he actually says they make chlorinators for well water where it goes injects chlorine prior to it going into your system oh really okay yes so you do that and then where is it uh that would permanently stop the smell then high testosterone pure magnesium anodes <laughs> high testosterone testosterone i don't know i didn't know they had testosterone i don't know if yeah. people in my leg now no i know bob of <laughs> northbrook he is funny guy <laughs> yeah. all right yeah. well that'll that'll keep a you you and i'll be getting emails all week yeah me. yep exactly so um. So okay, what are we doing there, fresh meat? Oh, I was just coordinating with uh, Randall. There. Yeah. Wait, I have things to talk about, but apparently so, I have a flat tire. That's okay. We'll fix it after the show. No big deal. 
I was just checking uh, how we are on time. That's all. Also, yeah. uh, how are we on time? Because he was outside. Because I have I was so signaling. much to talk about. We're good on time. Okay. We are good on time. So first, of- first of all, Fresh Meat is like some kind of rock star now with us. I know. I know. I know. He gets emails. I know. <laughs> I know. There's an email all about a new product, uh-huh. and they're like, "We think Fresh Meat should test out this new product." <laughs> Let's do it. I'm happy to do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah. That was crazy. It's a new... So what did you think about this product? Somebody emailed you um, a video of the new... The knee pads. Oh, yeah. The knee pads with the wheels with on With wheels. What All did right. you think that of that? I yeah. can tell you right now, I don't think I would like. Here's the problem with it. In theory, it sounds wonderful. Yes. I, okay. Go ahead. But here's the problem. The Whenever you're working on your knees, like if I'm doing baseboard, I have a very... I wish to God I had these knee pads 25 years ago. Uh-huh. But I have a very good pair of knee pads. Um, but when you're doing baseboard, you go to push in that corner and you roll away. Uh huh. There, in other words, the wheels don't lock. They're too mobile. They're fine if you want to screw around and, and go around the floor, but if you push on anything or press on anything, you're going to roll away. Yeah. They're not a good idea. You're going to have to turn. What is a good idea? Yeah. Is that damn lighted headband <laughs> that you sent me? <laughs> I cannot tell you uh-huh. how often I have that thing on. I know. It, it is. I work on the car. I put it on. I'm working uh-huh. on the. I'm remodeling my bathroom. I put it on. Yeah. Guess what? I can see what I'm soldering. Really? I can see the floor I'm tiling. Uh-huh. I can see the grout while I'm grouting. Yeah, because the lighting sucks because you're not done with the bathroom. Yeah. So I got pigtails hanging up. Right. She can't see. Yeah. I've been wearing that lighted headband. Constantly, I, I'm on my, my, my battery. batteries. Oh yeah, see, my batteries are gone. I am so yeah. happy to hear that. Okay, I need to mark where we are in the show. Eight twenty-five. <laughs> so we can well, send no, because here's the other thing. I have had other headbands, mm-hmm. but they're bulky in the front. Yep. Everything is in the front, and they say, yep. "This thing lays flat on your forehead or on your hat. It looks where I'm looking, and all the weights in the back. It's absolutely comfortable." Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm and, down. I'm loving that thing. Do you I'm happen down. to know, and I'm going to embarrass myself by not knowing the name of the headband. Nah, Do you no. happen to know what no, it's? No, I can go get it. Yeah. Yeah, because as long as we're I've, talking about it. I've got it people, in the truck. We need to tell people what it is. Yeah. The other day I was at my sister's house and her husband's walking around with it on his head and it just looks uh-huh. so funny <laughs> because there was a leak under the kitchen sink. Uh-huh. And so he, he has it on. He's just walking yep. around with it. Yep. It's just hysterical. Yeah. I'm telling you, I was I was uh, doing some electrical work in a hangar and you know we were up there above the lights. A hangar like an airplane hangar? Yeah. yeah. And so then I, I, had the, I had that head on my hat. We're up there on the scaffolding working and doing all the electrical work. And it mm-hmm. was just, and the thing is, it's not, most headbands you put on and it, it it's focalized light. It's straight in front. Right. This, because it wraps around your head, it actually spreads light across. So you're lighting up the area. It's a, it's a different look. It's a different type of headband. It's really No, cool. and I forget I have it on. It's actually that comfortable. It's funny because yes. then like I go out in the garage or whatever, I'm cutting. Uh-huh. I go walking back or mixing mud and I go walk back into my bathroom to, to go lay more tile or whatever. Yep. And I see my reflection in the patio door. <laughs> and it's like, holy crap, right. you got a whole light bar on uh-huh. there. Yeah. You it's very and you walk cool. in there like, no wonder why I can see. Uh-huh. And being getting older, I have to wear glasses when I work now. It yep. sucks. You know, you need better lighting. It sucks. Yep. So I cannot tell you how much more comfortable it was doing the soldering, doing the tile, doing everything. 
with that on, and it works a little bit like a sweatband. Yes. So if I was to approve it at all, I'd somehow disassemble it so I can wash the disgusting elastic part. <laughs> but I love that thing. Yeah. When it dies, I will purchase more of them. Yeah. And they're pretty inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're it was like bucks, I think. Yeah, they're 15? on. You can find. But them the on problem Amazon. is they're the high end of the market. Like you sure. can buy them for four bucks, five bucks, six bucks. They're at the high end of the market. But, but if you but fifteen dollars. But if you compare, I know, it's still the high end. Yeah, if you compare it to an any other, uh, you know, quality light though, it had headlamp. It's it's right in there. So yeah. price wise, he's fine yeah. in his pricing. Okay, all right. Uh, you're gonna take that. I gotta go get my headband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you go get your headband, and then uh, real quick, then, yeah. Let, let's, yeah, we can let uh, fresh meat get back to work here. What what'd you have for fresh meat? Did you want to just make fun of him because now he's like a a Mighty House star and, and he's getting emails? Uh, Fresh Meat has his own show. Oh, he has his own show. Yes. Can you tell us about it, Fresh Meat? Yeah. You didn't know about it. Right here that. on. No, I didn't. Right like here, here on WCGO. Yes. Here? Not, it, it's it's going to be Is that your on, high school station? No. This is uh, on Sunday, December 23rd from 1 to 3. Okay. Uh, Playtime with Bill Turk and Carrie Kendall. They're sure. turning over the time slot to me. And we're going to be reviewing current wow. events, trends, and headlines from this year with a bunch of my peers. And we're having people call in. It's yeah. going to be fun. So, Holy um, smokes. We're actually looking for young people, especially anybody listening right now, if you have kids, teenagers, and they want to voice their opinion on current events, tell them to call the Blame Bill hotline Blame at 331-318-2550. Okay, say it again slower. 331-318-2550. Okay. Say your name, age, and then a brief statement about a current event this year. And we're going to air them, our favorite ones, at the top of the first hour. So okay. they're not calling in live. You're recording them. We're recording them, yes. But people could call live if they're listening, they, they right? Could. Sure. They could. They could definitely. But um, we're really pressed. We're trying to cram so much into this. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> You know, I'm Excellent. thinking we should give him our show and take off for the holidays. Sure, why not? I'm just saying. Yeah. Randall? Well, we, we are going to, the, the 29th, I think we're going to do, um, we're, we're just going to do a, and not we don't do a best of because there's no such thing, but right. we're just going to do a recycled show. Right. That's Maybe fun. We should yeah. give an hour over to a. Sure. We uh, could call it Fresh Whatever meat. works. Fresh I'm Meat. Here. Follies. Fresh Meat takes <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> Have fresh meat answer your home improvement question. Oh, boy. There you yeah. go. No, no, Randall's saying no, that's not anyway, going to work. Anyway, tell us when the show is on again. Uh, Sunday, December 23rd. That's a week from tomorrow from okay. 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Right here on 1590 WCGO. Look at that. Very nice. Okay, can you post it on our Mighty House Facebook? Yeah, yeah I'll send you this poster that I have here. Oh, wow, look at that. He's made a <laughs> flyer. <laughs> He's made a flyer. Yes, I have. Excellent. Thank you very much. Cool. All right. Okay. Congrats there, buddy. Thank you. You've earned it. Thank you. I right. appreciate that. And uh all right. So uh how much phone time call? we got, Randall? Sixty seconds. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna hold on to this phone call and then we'll do that right when we get back from the uh break. Then I'll give you a lead in okay. to my funny story. Oh, that's right. We were gonna do that in the first segment. Yeah, we but haven't we gotten there didn't. yet. We didn't. We haven't gotten uh, there yet. Rich, what's the name of that headband? The O V L E D broadband. Da O V Da O V. No O V. The OV LED broadband. But yeah, the see, it's OV. all dirty. I got paint on it. Uh-huh. The OV LED headband. Yeah. yeah. And the batteries need to the batteries yeah. need to last longer. A couple days. But it's bad. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Wow. But yeah, I think it's amazingly good for working. Yes. It. It's pretty cool.
All right, O-V-E-L-E-D, headlamp. Check it out on Amazon or uh, other uh, places like that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why? Why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? Ah! It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. So, I'm I was waiting. Yeah, I know. I'm she sorry. has not hit one of them she yet She gets today. mad when I, okay, you know, I jump in on it. One. I hit the first one. Did and you? I apologize because I'm on Mighty House Live. Yeah. And... Ed is saying good morning, and Michael Manns or Manas is saying about uh, the wheels on his knee pads. Uh huh. So you know, I was doing all that. I'm so sorry. Uh huh. It's okay. It's I okay. heard you say it like a second later. My uh-huh. brain went ah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so good morning, everybody. Yeah. Good cool. morning. So good morning. I was thinking. Oh. I was thinking a. Uh, thinking. Yeah, we we got a job where we're ripping out an old water heater. I was thinking mm-hmm. of taking a sawzall to it and cutting it open so we can actually see everything that's the going glass. on. And yeah, see if we can just—I'll just see if I can cut one open and see what it looks like. That's a great idea. Yeah, see all the nastiness that's in it, and then you know we'll, we can talk about it. And you know, you have a barscope, oh, you could just oh. look inside. You yeah, could do that but that's for boring. a lot of things. I—I I want to take a sawzall to one. Just because it's called barscope doesn't make it boring. Yeah, <laughs> like last I have week- one though. Or or two weeks ago or whatever you were talking about the um, dishwasher Wop- disposal. Dishwasher, yeah. Anything you get, let's just cut it open. Well, you want to start cutting things open? Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. Why not? I got. I've, yes. I've got. That's how things work. That's how you find I out like how this. things work. Yeah, yes, I've actually and I and I've got a uh, an old garbage disposal sitting off to the side in the shop. Hello. Too. So like up till last week, Robbie and a lot of listeners probably thought there was a grinder inside. Uh huh. Yeah, and now I realize nah. it's hammers. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go to the phones here. And uh, who's who's first up there? Randall. Roosevelt on three. Hey, Roosevelt, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, Triple R's. How you doing today? Good. Yay. Good. <laughs> oh, wait, Merry wait. Christmas. It's quadruple R's. What? Ron, Rich, Robbie, Randall, and Rush yeah. Meat. Rush. <laughs> It's Russian. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Meat just walked away a little while ago, huh? Yeah. 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 I'm watching you guys on I'm watching you guys on Facebook here. Oh, Meat, okay. did you hear that? Merry he knows that you just walked Merry away. Merry Christmas. Don't you like the delay yeah. though? It's like twenty seconds on uh-huh. Facebook. It's crazy when you're trying to watch. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um Merry Christmas to you guys. Same to you. All. Same to you. Um I we moved uh, about a year ago and some well there was a couple of guys that worked I you know it's a reputable uh, company. They worked on our, uh, it was like a five-gallon water uh, tank that's close to our unit, uh, radiator unit, and it had a couple of holes on the side, and they took it off 
and drained the hot water heater unit, uh-huh. drained it, and there's like a pressure valve on top, and every time the unit turns on or ignites to heat the water, uh, there's like water dripping out, and I have a small garbage can. Not much, but it drips, and then it gets spilled within about eight hours. Is that something dangerous? Is it something that, uh, is it because... Is, it, I don't, I don't know is this a new water heater? No, no. You know, we moved over here, and I'm, I'm, I would imagine it's like maybe ten years old. It's, okay. You know, we just moved over here to our new house, and like I said, it, it, it worked fine until these guys mess with it. Uh-huh. You know, I don't want to call those guys back again. Of course not. Well, they uh, they um, do what you have to do. There's, there's a pressure relief valve, and you can get those at any of the big box stores, uh, any any plumbing supply house. And just shut the water off, you know, drain it, and then uh, pull that out, put in your new one, and you should be fine. Sometimes yeah. you can actually wiggle the handle on those, open and close it a few times, and get it to reseal because it'll have a, a, a chunk of something. Oh, really? Because okay, some- I've been doing that. I've oh. been doing that, but it doesn't. Okay, then. then, well, it's then you definitely need a new one. And, yeah, your pressure relief valve well, is not something that I would normally go out and change on an annual basis or whatever, but. Again, we bring mm-hmm. Robert into this. I mean, it is something that he considers to be maintenance that yep. it should be done. Um, otherwise, suppose- you do have the potential for the water heater going boom. But I think oh, most really? of them are uh-huh. engineered to last quite a while. Yours is telling you it has an issue. Yep. So you definitely would want to get that looked at or replaced. It, 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 and you it, should it be able drips, to do it yourself. Uh, not a lot, but it drips. And then, like I said, I have a small garbage can, maybe a foot high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, it gets filled within let's say eight hours, and the water is the water is lukewarm, but sure. that's because probably yeah. it takes so long to the yeah. water eventually you know cools off. Yeah, cool. Sure. But, no, uh, you need to replace that, they, and every, and they're inexpensive, and it's easy to do. Yeah, that some Teflon tape and boom, done. They they come sorry. pre-taped. Now. So you think it's fair? I'm sorry. They come pre-taped, so you don't even have to put the tape on them anymore. Supposedly he he changed it. You know, well, there was nothing wrong with it. I'm, he messed with it. Supposedly, he changed it, and yeah, it's still. Know, it, you know, know what though? It still could be a defective one. You still could have a big chunk stuck in there that you can't get out. Who knows? You know, I mean, it depends. That you had galvanized right. pipes when they rattle it, putting a new water heater or, or moving stuff around. It gets in there. I would just replace it. It's it's an inexpensive yeah. piece, and it, like it's I said, I, I'm not much of a handyman, but I know that the pressure valve. I move it, and it has like a. You could feel like maybe there's like a spring. Yep. yep. Spring yep. action yep. to yep. it. And and, and 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 then I, you move it back and forth, and then the water comes out, and then the drip stops. So right, because you've relieved another, the pressure. So the other yeah. thing is, um, if, if you might want to, do you have an expansion tank on it also, on on your water heater, or you just you just have the regular? Well, like I said, there was a, there's a small like a five gallon sure tank that's above above it, and that's what that's they the replaced. Expansion tank. There's like a hole in it. Okay, you know, there was a, a small hole like the size of a. A pin, you know, sure. a real small hole, and then they replaced that tank, turned everything off, and then they were messing with the, you know, pressure the relief valve. valve. And yeah, so I would swap that pressure relief valve out and check it, and then if there's, if you still have a problem with the new one, then you might want to call another plumber in to actually test and make sure that the well, tank battery, is just over- get it, replace the water. Yeah, it's it, ten years old. Yeah, it, you just, you might be overpressurizing that tank for some reason if it's boiling. So, and what is the pressure? Um, what is that called? Uh, where it shows you the pressure. What is that supposed to be on? Do you guys know? 
um, you have you have a gauge yeah, on yours? I don't know that there's the a gate. Gauge that's in what I'm trying to say. The gate. Yeah, I don't know. Is there like a? I don't know exactly. I'm sure Bob can tell us. If you want to keep listening, Bob will tell us what it is. Okay, so um, yeah. Bob will tell us what the correct that's, water pressure is for your tank and when it should pop. <laughs> so, all right. All right, I appreciate the phone thank call. Thank you, guys. Thank right. you. Appreciate it. A long-time listener, first-time caller, by the way. Excellent. Thank well, you. thank you. Appreciate Thanks. it. All right. Hey, thank you. We'll have to, talk to you soon. I know Robert's talked about getting on the show. We're going to have to bring him on here and do an hour of water heaters. Yeah, I know. Um, but we're going to have to get one of those slate things go, okay, stop. And then, you know. <laughs> right. you know and so, hang on a second. Let, uh, who else we got? Paul. Oh, it's up there. Okay. Hey, Paul, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Good morning. <laughs> I am another first-time caller, long-time listener. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks. And I have, a, I have a question about window wells. Uh-huh. My, my house was built, and this is kind of a multi-layered question, but my house was built in 1970. I have about five basement windows, and they have the window wells mm-hmm. with the, the metal skirting. At the bottom of those window wells is like a four-inch concrete pipe that goes vertically down. Sure. Mm -hmm. Does that go down to the footings or down to the drain tile? Yes. Both. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. Now, it could be clogged with debris. Yeah, it It could be. Well, they, they can be clogged, and then sometimes they were actually nothing more than French drains. In other words, the guys that put them in there just put a piece of pipe in there with a grate on it and filled it with gravel so that you had an area for the water to go. Right. Uh, yeah, there's nothing there. There's nothing in them. And yeah. what I did uh, a couple of years ago is I had a, a basement dewatering people come in, dig all around. I have two new crocs, new sump pump. Okay. All of a sudden, I started getting mice. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter saw some mice go in those window wells, and I pulled the cover off, and sure enough, I saw one go right down inside there. I'm sure. thinking they're they're crawling down through the drain tile and coming in through the crocs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Through the sump possible? pit. Oh, sure. Through yes. the sump pit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without question. So can can I cap those holes then? Do you, Do you have a lid on your uh, sump pit? Yes. Okay. So if you got a lid on your sump pit, then you can also just go to the local plumbing supply house, grab a, a floor drain, the four inch floor drain, like for your shower drain, and then pop those down in there. Or you can the use the wells. screen screen grates for like a downspout and stick those in there too. So that that way, that'll keep the mice from being able to go in and out of them. Okay. So that's probably how they're getting in then. It's a good, oh yeah. It's a they're good. pretty amazing little <laughs> animals. They really are. Oh yeah. It's amazing how they find them. Yep. Yeah, and you I didn't know if I if I would pl- if I plugged them. I mean, and the water got in there if it had oh, any yeah. place to go. Then no, no, so no, no. You don't want to plug them. So just, no, because if they just fill up, it just goes over the window. Yeah, it'll come over the window sill and then run into the basement. So yes, um, that's not good. No, in the city yeah. you get rats. So you know that that's the that's the upside, I guess. You if trade you're, off, you get the better. <laughs> yeah, if you live out in the in the uh, <laughs> suburbs, you get mice, but in the city you get rats. So that's that's fairly common in some pits too. So. Well, that's that's good to know. Yep. I, I I figured that's how they were getting in, and it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Cool. All right, right. So I, I can right. put a grate over it, but just don't pluck. Correct. Correct. Right. Correct. All right. Thanks for the phone call, All Paul. Right. Thank uh, you much. All right. We'll talk to you. Mm-hmm.
All right. Yes, we got about a minute left here. I was at a client this week in Elgin, Mm -hmm. and they had boxes and boxes in their garage, and we were going through them all. And I don't like cardboard boxes for many reasons, but one is because mice can get in there. Sure. So in all the boxes, not not only did we find all the mouse poop, but we found corn everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, where is this corn coming from? I mean, there was tons of it. Yeah. You know, this happens. I'm did, not. Did they did they feed uh, the birds corn or something? Nope. Or... Keep guessing. So they're on a farm and they were bringing in the uh, feed for the cattle nope. or the horses. The Rich, corn. corn. What? Where did the dried corn come from? That was everywhere. It was from the beanbag set. Bingo. <laughs> Yes, when we finally found the cornhole or the bago set, uh-huh. all the bags were completely empty. There you go. It was everywhere. And then we found the big, happy, dead mouse. We'll be, we'll be back studio. right after this with Cluttered Clarity. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. And I feel real good because I'm a craftsman. And not a killer. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611. And get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Patreon at Patreon.com backslash MightyHouse. And this month, if you sign up, you'll have a chance to win the dual laser infrared thermometer from Klein Tools, and uh, that's a great tool. We'll it's be a uh, yes, we'll be we'll be uh, selecting a winner uh, from all of those that are on the Patreon, and you can also get uh, videos of how-to things going on there that we're posting, and then there's checklists for a. Uh, kitchen remodel or a bathroom remodel and we'll be adding to that stuff uh over the next coming months so we're going to keep adding new stuff to that so uh go to patreon.com slash mighty house and mm-hmm. uh and join up right there if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter rich how can they do that oh you go right over to the mightyhouse.net contact page first last name email address click on submit boom done done all right and you Matt, can- clutter clarity clutter clarity come on and you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. She nailed it. Yes. There you yes. go. All right. And uh, next up is, let's see. Was, were you ready for Clutter Clarity? You got your topic ready to go? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's She's questioning. Man, do any of you have recordings of cricket sounds? No, I'm, I'm again. I'm trying to read. I know. This. See, she's not paying attention. That's why I, I had to ask. I am paying attention. It says, "Hey, folks, the show your friend just talked about is going to be recorded on December 23rd, yeah, and broadcast on December 30th." I know because my political sketch comedy company, DB Comedy, will have our holiday show broadcast on WCGO 1590 Evanston from one to three on December 23rd. On Bill and Carrie's show. Oh, is that is that Bill? That's is that Turk that's posting that? Oh, okay. We will get with uh, Bill Turk and we'll get a final answer. On oh, okay. That. Okay, yeah. So it says, please correct on the air. Thanks, your show rocks. Um, but we just need to make sure 
that everybody knows. When Fresh Meat, Fresh Meat show is going to be on. Yeah. Okay. So we need to know if yours is going to be live or not. He's okay, because it says meat. it's not going to be live. Fresh Meat's going to record it and then runs it. Okay. We're going to find out. We'll get We're all the details. We're going to find out. If we so, don't have an answer now. Everybody send Robbie an email saying you want Fresh Meat on live and that he needs his own show. Yes. <laughs> yes. That fresh She's meat. stalling her own segment. No, yeah. okay, let's let's do it. I don't mean to. It was just an important. Fresh meat is very important to us. Sure. We need to get this straight. No, Randall. Randall, you're old. You're old meat. He's fresh meat. You know, that, there's a you're difference. You're kind of like the slimy meat. Oh. <laughs> Vamanos. Do you have a disarrangement disorder? Can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purgification. Here's Robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness into your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. It's been three weeks. I know. It's still not there. I can't do this myself. I sound like Greg from... Only you Greg from what? Huh? From Greg the Brady Bunch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fresh Meat and Randall are going Brady Bunch. Been lost in no, it was Peter. Love. Oh, is that Peter? Okay. When it's time to change, you've got to rearrange who you are and what you're going to be. Sha-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Sha-na-na-na-na-na. Sha-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Sha-na-na-na-na. Day by day, it's hard to see. Uh, what I can tell you is Clutter Clarity <laughs> is powered by... Used to be sponsored by... Mr. Floor. Squirrel. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. I like how I'm cut off, so anybody who's watching this doesn't even see me. Right. Randall left. Yeah, the, the camera needs to be readjusted. Sit down. I don't want to sit down. Now you want to stand. I would like the camera to follow me where I go. I'm sure we can get those cameras. Can't we get those cameras? That... There's many gimbals. So that way it just follows. No. <laughs> There's the answer. God has spoken. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, Ron was kind enough to forward me this information about oh. how to handle holiday guests. Oh, yeah. I found that, that article quite humorous, and I thought you would enjoy Why it. Why did you find it humorous? Go ahead. Do it. You should read it off. You'll find out why. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. I'm not. I'm changing it. So oh, you changed. Oh, mine. Okay. But okay. So a couple things like um, call beforehand and check on food allergies. That's a big one uh -huh. because a lot of times people get somewhere and be like, oh, I can't have this, or you know, the kids can't have this, or whatever. So check beforehand because you don't want to stock the house with, you know. Uh, meat and their vegetarians are coming. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So just, you know, check beforehand. Prep for mornings. Um, a little coffee tea station would be nice. But you know what's even nicer? Showing them how to use the. <laughs> Why are you laughing? How to actually use the, the whatever. Right. Yeah. Because if you have a Keurig and they're not used to it, if sure. you have, I don't know, everybody, all of my clients have coffee presses. I don't even know what they are. I uh -huh. just have seen a million of them. If somebody coffee said, presses are better coffee. 
it, I wouldn't even know how to use it if somebody showed me a coffee press. Yeah. So the other thing you could do if you want to be really fancy schmancy is put like a little instruction card out. Oh. On how to use it. And, and laminate it? Sure. <laughs> sure. But again, if you're thinking about, you know, this is, if you don't want your guests to come back, then pff, right. you know, whatever. Um, and we then, do that with lighting systems. People, the biggest complaint: people come visit, nobody knows how to turn the lights on and off because it's all good, you know, control four. Uh-huh. You know, okay. So then down here we have the um, help them to use the remote and maybe leave instructions on how to use the remote because everybody's is different. You uh-huh. know, power on, and then you don't want to hit the wrong thing, and you accidentally hit the change the channel, but you're changing it out of the cable, right. and you never get it back. Uh-huh. So, especially if you're still working, you know, if they're going to be here for a couple of days and you still have to go to work, you want to make them very comfortable in their house, able to do things, in which case, uh, for snacks. Put out a nice bowl of snacks for people. Include things like protein bars or power bars for the people who like that kind of thing. Include some fruit snacks, some healthy snacks, some Wouldn't it look like clutter? <laughs> a nice bowl of things would not look like clutter. And, of course, you know, if you're comfortable with people rummaging through your cabinets, yeah, hey, you can do that. Put all go my ahead. Tools, I'm putting all my tools in a bowl and leaving them on the kitchen table. There you go. Whatever you feel like working on, go for it. You can fix anything you want. Uh-oh. <laughs> so while you're at the food thing, make sure uh, you find out things, again, not only the allergies, but what kind of milk, if you're going to have kids, you know, do the kids drink the 2%, the full milk, the soy milk, the whatever you, you milk? You need the real, 100% milk. Possibly. Almond, almond But I milk. have a wonderful family that I go to visit in Florida, and my aunt knows that I don't drink regular milk, so she always gets me soy milk, which is very nice to go there and have that. And then you know what she does for my husband? What? She spoils him rotten. No. Rotten. You open the freezer and there's 60 different kinds of ice cream because Don has ice cream every night. So she's like, I bought ice cream for Don. Okay, and so I'm exaggerating with 60, but there are probably four to six different kinds of ice cream. Uh, sure, you need a sample. Yeah, in the I freezer. So think about things like that that are very nice to do. Uh, uh-huh. Microwave popcorn is a nice thing to have out. Sure. Okay, the other thing is be sure to schedule in some downtime. So if you're like on the go, you're going to the Chris Kindle or however you say that market, you're uh-huh. going to a family dinner, you're going to see the lights at the Brookfield Zoo, which is amazing. You're going to do all this thing. Around 3 o'clock, you know, maybe have some nap time. Hey, nap time. Yes. That's I know good. it sounds silly. No. But people take naps. They don't want to admit it. <laughs> but have some throws laying around. You know, people can just snuggle up, have a cup of tea. I'm just going to keep talking. This is Mighty House. Mighty House. I haven't finished my list.